Welcome back to The Risk Report. This is episode number 68. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. Um, I apologize. I think it's been about a week, week and a half since my last podcast. I don't know if I've kept everyone up to date. Maybe it wasn't too long ago. But um, I've just been busy as fuck. I got a commission job painting, repainting, and touching up... um, an existing mural all over this building and I'm taking it section by section. So wall by wall. Um, and man, I've never worked in this fucking scale before ever. Right. Um, I've painted friends walls and stuff like that, but in indoors first off. So it was, it was a lot of researching. It was, you know, kind of preparing, taking notes, the guy, you know, there's an existing mural piece all over the building. So some artwork, some graffiti artist um, by the name of Dan had completely done this building, I think in 2008, 2009. And so naturally it's been, um, what, 14 years? So almost 14 years. So the paint's fading a lot of, uh, some, some areas are great, right? Some areas it held really well. Other areas, there's paint that's faded. There was paint that is um, chipping. There's colors that just aren't as bright as they used to be. It's dirty, you know. Um, So I've been commissioned to pretty much touch up, do anything as I see fit. Um, You know, if if I had to paint something over, I had to paint something over. But a lot of it was, you know priming everything, scratching off the things that, you know, like the, the, the paint that was falling off and, um, and getting it right. And so it's been a lot, man. And I've been, so I work obviously Monday through Friday teaching and then Saturdays and Sundays. I started last weekend. I just finished up the back wall this weekend. So four days in total, it took me to touch up a fucking wall, right? A giant wall. Um, and I posted on my Instagram, you know, a couple, couple videos of me working. I, I'm operating a lift, right? The whole thing is fucking bananas. They got me a lift. They're, they're renting it out. They're paying for the supplies and they're commissioning me and paying me to do it. And, um, it's a bit, it's been a big project. And so I've ta- I've taken it very serious and I've been there Saturday and Sunday these past two weekends from 7.38 in the morning to about 5, 6 o'clock at night until the sun goes away, right? And um, yeah, it's been cool. It's been cool to work at this scale. I've been not overthinking too much, right? Just applying paint. First off, it's like this is the biggest size ever, right? The fucking face that I was working on, I redid a whole face and painted a whole face and um, added a bunch of stuff. 
it was the size of me, right? Like this is a, a large scale that I'm not used to working, but I'm trying not to. Same approach that got me to being an art teacher, same approach that's gotten me this far as an artist. It's been not overthink it. Think of it simply, right? That's why I did my taking notes the week before. I would, I would, I went around the building. I, I drew layouts of how the building looked, and for each wall, I drew little circles and stuff, saying like, okay, over here the paint's chipping, over here the paint's chipping. That needs to get redone. What is this? This is all faded, right? And I'm just making these little notes so that when I get get to working on it, I kind of had somewhere to start. And then once I start, you know, once I start painting, yeah, I just I just try to get as much paint on there as possible, get down from the lift, go out, go, you know, go step back a little bit, look at the wall as a whole, go back up the lift, go, you know, so it's just constant, constant, constant. And um, but I think that back wall, I think I've finished it. You know, there's there might be some touch ups here and there I might have to do. Um, but I think for that wall, I'm going to move on and, and start you know, taking notes for the second wall because it's the bigger, bigger wall. And so very grateful for this opportunity. I am going to be working a lot. You know, I'm, I'm literally working all week long. I mean, I'm nonstop, right? Luckily I've got Thanksgiving break just now and Christmas break is coming up, but boy, I, I was looking forward to the teaching job because it was like, finally, I'm going to have breaks off and all this shit. You know, life life has a way of <clears throat> presenting me opportunities that sometimes I just can't pass by. You know, but today I, I felt that I've had enough on it to just kind of take this first day of the break and, and chill out and organize things and um, get paid <laughs> and um, get ready, man. I'm also I'm also moving and. Um, in about a week, week and a half. Let me see. I'm I'm moving December fourth, so that's gonna fall under yeah, just about you know two weeks almost a week and a half. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite quite a busy couple weeks. I want to say quite a busy couple month or two because um, I'm gonna take that weekend off to to move all my shit and then. The following weekend, I'm already making plans to have the lift rented for certain weekends, and I'm just gonna chip at it, man. This this other one is is massive in scale. It's so massive that I'm having to hire somebody to help me. I'm hiring um, the this custodian kid that I know that works at the school, whose family owns a painting business. He he really could give me a good, good help. And what I'm going to have them do is just prime up the place, you know, on the day, the first day was when I started it. The first day was, you know, I got there, I just started sanding and, and with the metal brush, just started brushing uh, all this fucking paint. That's just shitty and dirty and falling off and cracking. I had to sand that. And now those little spots that I initially thought, Oh, the paint's fading there or the paint's like breaking there just turned into, you know, three, four, five, six times bigger of a spot. So it was a lot to take into account. And so I think for this big wall, I'm going to definitely need a helping hand to at least get that first leg of the job done with me, you know, an extra set of hands to 
grind everything down, sand it down, prime it, leave it, and then I can go start painting. And the painting I'll do on my own, you know. But um, it was intense, man. It was in is it's been pretty intense, and it's a learning curve every day. Every day I'm there, I figure out something new that I need to get that can help me, or some some new way of going about it, or just just working with the lift, bro. I never fucking worked with a lift in my life, right? Never have worked with a fucking construction lift in my life, and um, they just threw me out to do this. And the guy kind of talked me talked me through it all over the phone, right? The the lift guy, and that's it. That's how I've been fucking moving it around, very slowly. But man, it's been intense. It's been intense. And the guy he want the owner of the 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 guy who commissioned me, the owner of the building, he wanted me to put up these LED strips all around the building. This massive, massive fucking building. And I was able to do the ones in the front. But my goodness, man, was I was that intense. And I was stressed the fuck out. And I've been stressing out about the LED lights when all I want to do is just focus on the fucking painting. Right? Um, let me just focus at what I know how to do. Because I already got to tackle all these different things. Right? <clears throat> on top of it, I got to fucking take this lift up to the highest part possible of this building three stories up and and fucking try and run this LED all around from the back to the front. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Excuse me. So I, I texted him today because I tried again this morning to go there early in the morning because by 9 o'clock, cars are already parking all over the parking lot. It's tough to move that fucking thing around by 9 o'clock. So I've been getting there hella early to try and do these strips. I was able to take the LED strips all the way out, you know, and then now he wants me to put it. And you know what? I had to text him today and be like, dude, I appreciate, you know, you offering me some extra cash for the, for doing this job for the LED lights. But if you could hire somebody who's got more experience, either uh, uh, working the lift or just an electrician that's on these things and, and doesn't mind, you know, it would be an easy job for them. But to me, it's like, it's fucking stressing me out. Uh, having to move that thing around cars, around the parking lot, getting up super, super high. All right. I'm afraid of heights already. And, and to move it around constantly to kind of try and wire up this whole fucking building. It's like, bro, I'm not qualified for this. (laughs) I'm not qualified for this. So I had to let him know, like, dude, this is not what I'm like, you know, I could try my best to do it, and I was able to do the front. That should be good enough. I took it off, and I did the front. Hire somebody else for to do the rest because it's fucking stressing me out, and I'm not I'm not trying to have an accident with this fucking lift. You know, to me, it's like, let me just focus on what I'm good at. You're already paying me a lot of money to fucking paint. Let me just focus on the painting. You know, it's it's a lot of work in itself, and. When I'm painting, yeah, I'm using the lift, but most of the part, I'll just drive the fucking lift to where I need it, a good spot to where the arm kind of extends in the radius of where I'm working, and I just leave it there, and then I just move the arm around and extend it out as I need to and just move you know, very lightly. So very little am I moving the actual lift around, whereas 
doing this strip, I'd be moving the fucking lift around the entire building. Like that is just so obnoxious. Um, no, let me just, I just need to work on the painting. That's how, how I'll get the best quality of work. And I noticed, dude, my, my equilibrium is all off. My equilibrium is so off from spending two days straight on a lift for about eight hours. Like that shit. Once I got down on the ground, it's like a major, I've been, and I'm fucking got all these spray paint fumes and all this shit. I got major fucking lightheadedness and equilibrium imbalance right now where it's just like, dude, it's, it's pretty intense on the body, right? I'm all sunburnt. Um, my equilibrium's off and I just been, but, but once I'm in there, I felt like fucking Michelangelo, right? I felt like, dude, these goddamn artists from back in the day or whatever that are just like hanging from the side of a building, painting something massive. And so I think in itself, it's a very cool experience. Aside from the money and everything, it's such an awesome project to work on. And I'm super stoked on it. And this second wall that I'm about to go into has has areas where it's like, I'm just going to have to redo that completely and do my own thing, right? And, and I was able to do it on... <clears throat> the first wall as well that I just started on. Um, there was a, a face of a lady. <clears throat> the lips were a little off. The eyes were a little off. The color was all faded. I just redid her whole face, redid her whole everything, right? Just blocked it out completely, redid her face, her lips, her eyes, added a third eye instead of this crown that she had. Um, the hair, I kind of made this like gold, yellow with bursts of color and just like this weird streak with the spray paint. <clears throat> and then to go over these touches and, and like clean up colors and touch up here and there, I went over with just like a fucking brush and a, and black. And I would just do these black outlines all around it to kind of make it pop. And holy shit, man, it's just taken forever. <laughs> Four days, it doesn't sound like much, but it was it was a lot of work. It had to be at least thirty two hours, thirty two to forty hours in total. So, again, very excited to see what comes out and and the reception I got from people as they were walking around as I was doing the work these past couple of days. Man, has been very positive. People stopping, taking pictures. People asking me, you know. Tons of questions and just people trying to have conversations. <laughs> I'm fucking painting. Um, but yeah, people are stoked on it. And I think just looking at it today, this morning, the, the colors very, a lot more vibrant. It pops a little more. It just, it looks a little cleaner. So that's, that was the goal, right? Make it look cleaner. Um, and yesterday, man, I don't, I gotta say this too. These fucking drunk bitches, bro. Two different sets of drunk bitches about four or five hours apart, both hammered. It was groups of girls that would come by, and this one woman, the first woman, she had to be 35 plus, right? Acting like she was fucking 15, getting drunk for the first time, okay? I'm over... Um, I think I'm on the lift, but I'm not very high up. I'm kind of working in the middle of the of the wall. And these drunk girls come by and drunk ladies, man, I'm telling you, they're pushing 30, 35, 40. All right. 
And one of them's just fucking hopping around and she's like, can I get on the lift? Can you, can I get on the lift with you? Can you put me up? I'm like, no, this is fucking dangerous as it is, right? There's this whole like manual on electrocution and shit. Please step away from the fucking lift. Her drunk ass fucking moping around, right? Jumping around and her friends are like, Cindy, stop, Cindy, right? They're fucking unbelievable, bro. And then she fucking goes over to the big part where the wheels are and all the engine and everything. It's probably hot as fuck. And she climbs on top of it. Like, get the fuck off. What are you doing? Her friends are like grabbing her. No, no, come on. You know, it's like, dude. And I just thought to myself, like, lady, you're fucking old. What are you doing? You should know better. Doesn't matter how hammered you are. Jesus Christ, control yourself. You know? And then same thing, another set of girls. This time I had the lift down and um, I had it turned off luckily, but I had the the platform all the way down because I had all my materials and stuff in there. And I'm working on the ground, right? I'm working on the bottom. Uh, I think I was working spray painting the door. And these drunk girls come by and uh, same thing. One girl's like, can I get on the lift? I'm like, no, you cannot get on the lift, right? Like this girl's probably in her 20s. And she runs over to the lift, gets on the platform and starts bouncing on the fucking platform. I had to tell her to get off, you know, and her friends are coming by stumbling all drunk. And then she gets off and runs away. And her friend's like, what's, what's your name? What's your, what's your name? I go, Roman. She goes, Roman, what's your name? I said, Roman. (laughs) The fuck is wrong with you? I'm painting. And she's like, you're doing this? You're doing all this? I said, yeah. And she's like, I'm I'm really drunk right now, Roman, but I'm super proud of you. (laughs) And then she fucking walks away, fades into the mist, fucking stumbling around. Um, Yeah, man. I don't, dude, like the drinking, the girls drinking, getting hammered. Especially the older lady. Well, she at least didn't. Well, she climbed the fucking thing, which is ridiculous. But it's like, dude, what the fuck? When are you going to, when is, when are people going to mature a little bit? It's not about not having fun. I get it. Whatever. Have fun. Dude, I'm fucking working on a lift. What on earth makes you think you can climb on this fucking, you know, fucking dinosaur looking machinery? And, uh, and just get on it like that. Like, dude, it was, it's a very intense looking thing, right? It's a very, and it's fucking loud the whole time. And so I don't know, man, I don't know, but that's what it is. I'm working in, in, on Atlantic Ave. And so it's just crowds of drunk people coming in and out watching me work. And I noticed that those are the, the, the girls wanted to fucking climb on the lift super bad. It's like, yeah, I'm going to have your hammered stumbling ass inside of this fucking little one person lift. And, uh, a thing that I have to use a fucking belt, you know, strap to, um, have you on it? Get the fuck out of here. Unbelievable. But a lot of cool interactions at the same time, you know, people just coming up and talking and, um, yeah, I mean, just working on this project, very cool project to get, especially right before I'm moving and I'm moving, I'm moving out to West Palm, right? I'm I'm moving, I've been in uh, this area of South Florida for 10 years now, so now I'm, I'm moving to another area of South Florida, closer to work, um, 
you know, now I got to drive down here on the weekends, but it's better than me driving from here to up there five days a week for work, right? Um, so, you know, I'm doing it. We, me and, uh, you know, the, the living situation I was in, we weren't able to resolve it, me and the girl. Um, we, we believe that it's just best to go our separate ways. Right. And so that's how it's been since about August, since I, I talked to you guys in the, in, on the podcast, kind of let you know how it's been throughout these couple months. And so, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's sad. We're both a bit bummed out and like, Oh, a little weird. Like, Oh, this is crazy. I'm fucking leaving. But you know, it is what it is, right? We weren't able to resolve it. Um, for various reasons, you know, I think we both think differently about things, maybe in terms of relationships. Um, but it's also like lifestyle, right? A different type of lifestyle and, uh, compatibility, I guess. Um, but like I said before, in one of the podcasts, we're both understanding enough and respectful enough of each other to not harbor such, you know, negative energies through this kind of tough transitional time. And so now I'm just excited, right? I'm, I'm excited to leave this, this type of energy and look forward to something new. Um, working on projects like this, hopefully, you know, this large scale project will lead to something else. And I'll have all these materials of painting, <laughs> painting murals, and I can kind of just start it, right? And, and there's, um, murals all over West Palm, all over Lake Worth, a lot of stuff out there, a lot of art. And so we'll just see, right? It kind of sets me up. It kind of gives me an extra source of income as I make this transition to live on my own, no roommates, no um, division of the, of the um, things we have to pay for, right? There's, it's just all the bills are me, right? It's all me. So that is extra money I'm having to put out. But life works in these interesting ways, at least for me, you know, where it was like, I never particularly had a lot of money. I never particularly made a lot of money, but somehow I always had enough to do the things I needed to do. Um, and so obviously now it's just about growing and, and getting past that, right? That's my main goal is get past, um, having enough, <laughs> get past having enough and having more to give and more to build, you know? And so just excited for this time in my life, man. It's, it's going to be a little lonely, but at the same time, it's going to give me space to be creative, continue doing this podcast, meet new people, get out there uh, in terms of music again, start performing, looking, looking to go start performing, and just keep working, right? Keep working on myself, working on my craft, working on my music. Um. And I think this is going to be a great space. I'm excited for the apartment. It's a one-bedroom apartment. It's got a nice fucking balcony, big balcony, and it overlooks a little lake with trees and everything. It's nice and secluded. It's nice and calm. Um, I'm very stoked. But again, West Palm, very, very different spot. I've, I've never really even driven around there. 
So it's going to be an interesting transition to just kind of place myself in a whole new fucking spot and see how it goes, right? It, it worked well when I moved from Orlando to here 10 years ago. And I had no idea where anything was, who anybody was, and look at all the connections I made in this 10 years. So now I'm just looking forward to that as well. In, in, in a newer scale, in a newer stage of my life, older stage of my life. What is it, puppies? I am going to miss these damn dogs so much. That is a tough part. That is a tough part about relationships, huh? You have these beautiful little pets that love you and care for you unconditionally, and you them, and experiences with them, right? Teaching them. Teaching them, giving them a little discipline, showing them a lot of love. So that's going to be a tough part about moving. <laughs> is these little fucks that just barged in through the door, probably needing to be walked. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's an exciting time. It's also a painful time. But it is what it is, man. I mean, now I know over time that it's just things things come and go. Everything is really temporary, even if it lasts for a long fucking time. Things are just temporary, and we got to just look at our time here as positively as possible in your time with people and others, you know, whether it's relationships or friendships, and just value your time with everybody. Careful with your fucking tail, dude. (laughs) Value your time with everybody because, you know, life, life just happens, and... Everything is temporary, right? Whether it is a relationship or a friendship, right? This this relationship, it may have been temporary, um, but the experiences we had together and the support we gave each other through times, that's that's what counts, right? That's what was there for. I, I, I had this kind of epiphany, and it may be a little sad or whatever, but I had this sort of epiphany um, after my college girlfriend, I've had, I've had the high school girlfriend, I've had the college girlfriend and I had the girlfriend after college and and none of it worked out. (laughs) But, um, but after the college girlfriend, it was basically, I, I had this epiphany of maybe I'm here and maybe it was also all the flings and talking to girls not ne- and dating girls, but not necessarily like having a girlfriend, right? It was all this collection after that college girlfriend where I learned that maybe I'm just here to, you know, have good times with these people and help these people through certain times in their lives. And then when we, when it's just not the time anymore, it's just not the time. So what I'm saying is, you know, sharing experiences with these with these women and being positive. And when things don't work out, it's fine. They don't work out. They want to go their separate ways. That's fine. They want to go their separate ways. But it's it's like a 
just sharing love, right? Just sharing love and being a part of people's lives, even if it's a temporary thing. Um, and the same goes with the with the friendships, right? And that's why we just got to cherish and be genuine and be positive and be loving and kind as much as you can be, you know, towards towards those people. And I get it. You know, there's times where people argue. There's times where people fight. There's times where people are heartbroken from another person or whatever. Um, and And it's okay to have pain and, you know, go through those emotions. But after going through those realms of emotions, you should come to the last, you know, realm of acceptance, right? acceptance of what it what happened what it is and how it's going to be right and and look forward to a new stage in in your life a new journey you know things line up and just like how the money thing i said earlier um it just kind of comes to me at the right time when i need it and this and that i believe that whole energy just surrounds my life, you know, through music that I've made and, and art that I've made, just this path in life of, you know, I, I don't want to say enlightenment, but just a knowledge of my passions and, and acceptance of what it is I want to do with my life and then just going for it, just going straight for it and Taking the things as they come, taking it all in as this is what's meant to be, right? That is that has kept me afloat. That has kept me moving and swimming through this fucking thing we call life. All right. But thank you all for checking in with me. That's the risk report. I'll let you have a great Thanksgiving. I'm gonna bring up the podcast and the mics. Uh, hopefully, have a couple podcasts up in Orlando. All right. Thank you, everybody. Peace.
14, I've been a stoner. Since since 14, I've had the closure. To chase these dreams with the county culture. Ten years later, now I'm older. Still kick a little bit of rap on the track till I'm on the map. That's just how I'm supposed to. Now I'm boastful. Hella hopeful, I'ma make it out. This hell I go through. Doing shit that others won't do. Doing shit that others won't do. Y'all don't know about the life I live. a kid, been learning to give, but I'm yearning for sin, wear a couple of rings and I smoke while I sing, now we do it again, and again and again, and I'm winding up dead, what's going on in my head, got a couple close friends, but I can't believe that I'm so lonely now, I don't even know the old me now, so high up, no one can hold me down, LSD can show me different sounds, tired of being underneath the ground, tell me where I need to go for now, I don't know what to believe in now, I just know I need to make it out, time will keep passing, been a savage, never been someone that's easy to manage, easily damaged, dirty in Spanish, used to believe that I could save the planet, now I believe I could save it with rapping, gotta take action, get lit 